trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides randy and rob and sometimes a guest welcome to talking trash i'm rob and i'm randy and this is our podcast where we review and rate trash plates this week we have two guests Andy and Al, who you, you know if you're a frequent listener that they've had some bad blood in the past, but they've promised to bury the hatchet and, and end this blood feud. So gentlemen, welcome. See, I don't, I don't know if I believe it. I think they're wearing the exact same shirt, but Andy's is V-neck and Al's is U-neck? Yep. Oh, bad is blood. That cr- that's crew neck, I think. It's not U-neck. Yeah, I said, I said Q-neck. Crew-neck. Is Unic a thing? <laughs> no. It was it's in Game of kids Thrones. kids pulling on your Varys. shirt. That's Unic. what I have. <laughs> Varys the, the Unic. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That was okay. I think this is actually a 2003 neck. So oh, okay. uh, it's got some droop to it without a doubt. <laughs> ah, starting off with visual jokes as always. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect for podcasts. <laughs> so what's up, guys? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Sound thrilled to be here, as most of our guests do. Andy, how you doing? Well, uh, good, but I, I kind of feel the same way as Al. You know, we're starting off agreeing. Isn't that what a way to bury the hatchet? I don't know. Every yes. day is pretty much the same. So, all right, let's yeah. rate some plates. <laughs> Getting right to it. Getting right into it. So. So, gentlemen, how uh, obviously they're they're not really in a feud. This is something that I stirred up to try to create a little little podcast controversy that that didn't really work out. But uh, how, how are things going, gents? Al, you had a special birthday this week. Tell mm. us about it. It's true. So on Tuesday, I turned forty, and uh, it was just pretty much a regular Tuesday in quarantine. Um, <laughs> what wasn't wasn't too crazy but we did get some order out we got some mexican food no garbage plates on tuesday my apologies to the cast um but uh, we went mexican it was tasty it was great neither kid likes mexican and they choked it down without a complaint so uh that was a win a birthday win without a doubt and um i had this this cell phone holder this little smiley face guy that's squeezable that holds your cell phone up I, I have to assume we've all seen one of these somewhere and this thing lasted like 15 years and I have a young son who's one year old and he tore the foot off of it and we no longer have it and so my daughter's been talking about this present that she got me for about a month and it turns out she didn't get me one but she got me three of those for my 40th birthday. And she says, you can have one in the kitchen and you can have one in the, in the upstairs and you can have one in the downstairs. And so um, that might've been my highlight of my 40th birthday. So uh, we made it work here in quarantine. So this is just, it kind of like props it up so you can kind of look at it without holding it. Exactly. Correct. Was this a one, one three pack or three individually purpose or uh, purchased cell phone? Holders? Uh, it was a three pack multicolored so i get to really kind of choose what kind of mood i'm in when i go to grab one and, and and put it to use even though now i have an ipad that sits beautifully on its own and i almost never use it anymore we don't need to tell her that because she was pretty par- proud of herself <laughs> does I'll she tell listen you that. to the podcast al because she might in a year or two i don't know she, oh. she, she she's supposed to be in bed right now but who knows what the future will bring um she's zoom bombing <laughs> good she, she, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what she does throughout the day as she's uh, Google Classrooming. She might just be kind of taking a right and figuring out how to, how to crash some Zooms. Um, in a equally unexciting note, I actually did get a great present for my birthday. Um, do you remember the iPod Nanos, the little tiny inch by inch squares? Well, yeah, I got one of those, I want to say about 15 years ago for a birthday. So we'll call it my 25th birthday. Sounds like you had a really good math. birthday 15 years ago, Al. Yeah, is, yeah. Well, good stuff. talk about the gift that kept on giving. All right. This thing has been utilized multiple times a week since that day. And um, a few weeks ago, my wife put it through the laundry. Or I should say I left it in my pocket and she just was doing the laundry and it went through the laundry. But I, I like to cast it in a different light. 
And by some miracle, it still works, but the headphone jack has to be in the world's most exact spot. So I thought it's time to upgrade. So I went looking and would you know that Apple doesn't make them anymore? And so I finally found one on Amazon. It's called the seventh generation. I have no idea what it's from, what year it's from, but they had one and it arrived in the mail today. So it's a little larger instead of a square, it's a rectangle but um, I can't wait to bust it open and, and load some tunes and see how it sounds tomorrow. And, and I'm thrilled. So I got that. So that's exciting. Is so the nano had like a little mini screen, correct? Cause it's not the, yes. sh- the shuffles. The one that was like a clip, they will like clip to your shirt. Right. Yeah. And it had a little circle thing and you just, it, it literally shuffled your songs, you know, in no order of your choice, but this is next level. You get the picture <laughs> of the, album and you get to make your playlists and i have one i've always had one whole playlist the whole time i've had it and um i i can't wait to get playing with it it'll be great i gotta i gotta say ales i think he's sort of silver lining this this birthday he had because uh it sounds like most of his gifts were just stuff replaced that his family <laughs> ruined <laughs> i agree I, I agree. It absolutely was. But they're all newer, I guess, which yeah. is a positive. They're fresh and have that new smell to them. So yeah, it's it's good. Speaking of new, I've got even one more note to to share with the, the pod. Um, back in February, the wife and I decided it's time to get new furniture. So we went looking and we found new furniture. And then we also wanted to paint and we didn't know what to do first. So we put the pause on the furniture delivery and then COVID hit. And they're like, you're not getting your furniture for a while. So uh, here we are in May, three months after we paid for the furniture. And on Saturday, it is supposed to arrive. So we're excited about finally getting that furniture. But it's a bit bittersweet because the furniture we had, you know, a lot happened about 15 years ago, apparently, because this furniture is ironically 15 years old. (laughs) And um, it it owes us nothing, but it is kind of sad to see it go. And, but uh, we're going to start uh, the final Star Wars as a family tomorrow night with the old furniture. And then, you know, it's a long one, young kids. So we're going to continue that movie on Saturday with the new furniture. It's going to be like a bookend uh, celebration. Not so bad. I guess, awesome. I guess we got a lot going on in quarantine this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did you end up getting this furniture? Ruby Gordon. I have no allegiance to them. We went to four or five places um, and uh, we thought it was on clearance just based on its signage and where it was in the building. And we're like, man, we're either cheap or we got great taste because it was our favorite set and it was pretty darn affordable. turns out it wasn't, it was mislabeled, but we, it, the price was right and the feel was right and the color was right and it's coming tomorrow or Saturday, whatever. Did they give you the mislabeled price or do they just charge you more you know it's not fun going shopping for furniture i think the old cliche is the uh used car salesmen are the the people who kind of try and make a deal with you and man were we getting worked over pretty good and uh we we landed on a deal we liked we had to go back and look at his notes and say wait a second weren't we talking this weren't we talking that and it never got too controversial but uh it all worked out. We got what we wanted and uh, we can't wait to see it. So who, who ended up selling it to you? Was it Ruby or was it Gordon? It was, it was Chet. Oh. I think he's like a second cousin, maybe to Ruby. I'm not sure if Gordon's related. I, I, it's a good question. It's all very good. Gotcha. Cool, man. So, uh, I mean, that was a killer joke, but <laughs> I was going to spiral off and start talking about Chet from weird science, but <laughs> instead let's go to Andy. How's your week? You didn't have time to segue because you were anticipating uproarious laughter from all of us. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought during the laughter that would buy me some time to think about what to say next, but I guess that that kind of didn't work out. Uh, nothing too crazy with me. I I sympathize with Al. I had my birthday like a month ago, and it was just strange. Yeah, you didn't really do it. Really didn't do anything for it other than we got takeout. That was back when I got I got Blue Wolf for the pod on my birthday. But uh, yeah, who made like cupcakes and <clears throat> I got a card from my family and she was like, my wife was like, maybe later you guys, you can just take your friends golfing and go out to dinner or something. So when this, when this all clears up guys, <clears throat> I'll be looking for a few people to go golfing with. So 
Sweet. Yeah, Sweet. I don't know. The the thing I was going to say that recently happened to me, I'll probably save for the plugs later. Okay. Sounds good. Ran Man. Um, I'll go after you, Rob. Uh, mine, so I had a pretty big week. Um, you might have heard, if you listened to the last episode, you might have heard that I, I had a little faux pas trying to order pizza from Domino's for the first time. I got a, a medium pizza and ended up spending $27 on it. And it was uh, <laughs> $27.32 to be exact. Now, you know, I had it delivered. I didn't use a coupon. I tipped the guy, you know, a pretty decent delivery tip. I used to deliver za myself. So I, you know, I, I, I felt for the guy. Um, but when I shared that it was a $27 medium pizza with, with the dudes, they pointed out that that was uh, way too much money to spend at Domino's for one medium pizza. So this week I thought I'm going to have my Did you think that was a reasonable amount of money to pay for a medium pizza before we pointed it out to you? <laughs> no, I, I was pretty mad. I was like, what's with people saying that Domino's is cheap? This is certainly not cheap. <laughs> um, so I was, I, was, I was ticked. But then when I talked to you guys, I got even angrier. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this the right way. And so I used a coupon and I picked it up myself and I got a medium pizza and I got boneless wings. No, they weren't. They were like little chicken tender, little like nugget things. I don't know what they were called. And it was uh, $14. So that was, I thought was a, a Domino's win. Is that the two, you get like two for six bucks each or something? Yeah. Deal? And I had extra cheese. They upped it like a buck or two. Um, but pickup was kind of not great. Like you get, you get that like pizza tracker where it's like, Hey, follow it. Like it's done. Like, so-and-so's quality control checking it whatever and it's like ready to pick up so like i pulled up in front of the the dominoes and there was like three other cars there and i just sat there for like 13 minutes and i it was done i mean the app's like yeah it's done it's ready and then the thing on the front's like don't get out of your car call this number and then you call it and it's an automated number and then it doesn't it's just like yeah your pizza's done and i'm like yeah i know it's done like the app told me this like cool phone and you don't talk to anybody and then they just 10 minutes later you just sit around and then they bring it to you but uh, i mean they're busy it was probably worth doing i mean i might head over there a little later next time but it was uh, it was good so that was my big my big week that was probably the highlight of the week and uh actually al and i went golfing with our buddy mike that was a lot of fun the other day so it was a good 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 hang and he told us he got Domino's pizza when he got home, which was a nice little turnaround. <laughs> yeah, this is a spo- spoiler alert. Al already heard this riveting story, so he's probably <laughs> bored out of his mind, unlike everyone else. Uh, Randy, how was, you, how was your week? Save it, Randy. Save us. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't watch The Sopranos at all this week, Rob? No, I've been a little, I've been a little, uh, I, I got to say, Tony Soprano seems like he's not a good dude. He's always committing crimes. He's kind of a jerk to some of his friends. Um, I, I've been waiting for this character arc where he's going to become like a nice guy. And so far, I, I don't see any sign of it happening. So we'll see. I mean, I'm on season five. So um, you've got a couple seasons left to turn it around, but we'll see what happens. Cool. Okay. Just wanted an update on Sopranos. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> would like to talk about golf because I've gone golfing uh, quite a bit this past week. Good to know Randy does a lot of prep for the show. Yep. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, And uh, let's, uh, let's get into those plates. Man, this is this might be the most dynamic catch-ups to date. You heard it here first. Golf is fun. (laughs) Golf is fun. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I can say. Yesterday, I went to the went to Wegmans for the first time in weeks, um, and I almost lost my mind because I was so angry. um, Because I went looking for brown basmati rice, uh, and that was the only type of rice they didn't have. And then I was looking for no salt chicken stock. And that was the only type of chicken stock they didn't have. And I felt angry. And uh, 
golf is fun. So why did, why, why did you end up buying like regular sodium chicken stock? Like why did you need the, the no sodium or low sodium? For the recipe that we were going to make. Um, I just, I haven't been to Wegmans in so long and that's all I, I just needed it for a couple ingredients. And I, it was like, you know, when you look at the shelf and they have every other type of chicken stock stock there, except for the one you want. Um, and then I realized my life, you know, if that's the worst thing that's happened to me recently, then life's pretty good. So I ended up not being angry after that. So it's my catch up. Full circle. Yeah. Good, good lesson. You know, there's silver, a lot of silver linings. Guys, these ketchups are tough during quarantine. I, I really have <laughs> zero going on right now. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what to talk about. I'm sorry. We could talk about there will be blood. I know you, you like that movie, Randy, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Andy, Ooh, what do you think? Golf or there will be blood. How do those rank? They're both good. You said. Hmm. Ty. Um, I'd say good both of them are right about good yeah even okay. equal. i've never seen it it's on netflix right now oh, I, God, I understand that it it strikes me as a movie that's like i don't know like there's always like oscar movies that like i want to watch and i'm like i don't know i kind of just want to watch forgetting sarah marshall again or something <laughs> like that you know what i mean like i'd much rather just put that on and be on my phone or something i feel like that's a movie i need to sit down watch put the phone away i'd say there will be blood is just about as light as forgetting sarah marshall they're pretty similarly it, it does star paul f tompkins rob one of my favorite podcast people but you you don't love he's in he's is like a character in like some one scene in that movie he's talked yeah. about the truth is i i enjoyed that movie i didn't love it i thought it was good Randy hated it and he thinks I'm lying to sound like pretentious and cool to say I enjoyed it but I thought it was actually okay I liked it it's not light you definitely need to it's a long long movie and it's intense and a lot of like intense music I get that from people sometimes too like my brothers don't like Wes Anderson movies and they think they're like the highest form of like artsy movie but they're not even close but I love those movies you know what I mean like People, I think a lot of people don't love those movies, but people let's are. Think, I think before the next episode, Andy should watch There Will Be Blood and let's hear his opinion on it. Because... See, this is good because then this is also going to force me to get another garbage plate. I like this plan. <laughs> yeah. I could tell my wife, we have to watch this mo- terrible movie that you'll hate and get garbage plates again. <laughs> Randy, what was your biggest criticism of the film? I know we talked about this briefly. Um, that it was uh, not enough blood, actually. And then the music was super intense the entire way through. It was just like the worst chord you could play on any violin that they just kept playing it through the entire movie. Um, And it felt like something intense was going to happen, but nothing, well, I don't want to spoil it, but intense things happened yeah maybe not enough blood al did you ever see that movie no (laughs) that's a perfect segue Uh, switching switching gears real quick this reminds me though uh have you guys ever seen back to the future no no is it like there will be blood al please say yes i have seen back to the future yes um josh gad just uh did like a zoom meeting with um all the actors in it like this past week and i haven't seen it yet i'm saving it but i bet you it's awesome so we i i have seen back to the future speculative plug (laughs) i'm guessing andy also has seen back to the future (laughs) yeah it's a great movie and have you seen so he's done a few different like reunions right so we did this um didn't he do another one too recently there will be blood there Mm. will be blood yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) dano Daniel Day-Lewis, Paul F. Tompkins, just ripping it up. Mm-hmm. I, what I, platform are these uh, reunion interviews on? Is it like YouTube? Uh, yeah, question's for YouTube. you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Randy, wake up. You're the host of the podcast. <laughs> uh, as you can tell from our broadcasting chops. <laughs> when your host gets so bored, he starts daydreaming almost instantaneously <laughs> after he speaks. I think it's time to move on to the plate. After a mere 13 episodes. 
Although it sounds like there's potential here for a spinoff of a strictly Daniel Day-Lewis podcast. And I'm Man, in. I think that would be, well, should we start with our impressions, Rob, first? Oh, hold on. Wait. Um, I've been, this is the only impression I can do. Okay, let's hear it. I drink your milkshake, Eli. My straw from way over here reaches yours way over there. And I slurp it up. Sorry, spoilers. Sounds like a singer brother. That's, it's, it's pretty good. Most of the movie's about milkshakes, and I love milkshakes, which is one reason I really dig the flick. I thought I knew who Daniel Day Lewis was before that impression. Now I don't know if I do. (laughs) (laughs) Every good impression should cause you to question whether you know who it is that's being done. So if, was, actually, if there's one actor I don't know what he probably sounds like in real life, it's Daniel Davis. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's retired too. He stopped acting. He's like, he's done. Phantom Thread, and then peaced out. Mm-hmm. Phantom, have you guys seen that? That seems no. so boring and lame. Like, I don't know. I'd like to see it, but it just, ugh, I don't know. How does it start? That's a wound. That's a kill. That's a wound. That's his best role. Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah. Gangs of New York. Oh, that's awesome. Like, okay. Let's uh, awkwardly transition to talking about trash plates. Uh, this Hold week. On. Hold on. <laughs> oh, more, more DDL. In, in Gangs of New York, Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> cooks a steak and he cooks it for like three seconds on each side yes. and then he just eats it. It's like blood pouring out of it he just like sears it sears it and eats it so meat garbage plates oh it's yeah. not that awkward of a transition rob you just got to create your own transition that's true that's pretty smooth i'm gonna back it up um that reminds me i saw the show freaky eaters have you guys ever seen the show no oh it's insane so the first girl on it only eats french fries that's it nothing else um, because everything else she puts dream woman she gags on uh, so they had a psychologist and a nutritionist come in and try and get her to try other things um, but they started by having her try french fries that are different colors so like dark blue french fries bright orange french fries which to me i don't want to eat those different colored french fries and i usually like french fries so i thought that was a bad technique they used but the next guy eats raw beef raw chicken raw steak it was insane so they did like a um they brought in a medical doctor who tested his stool and he had a parasite inside him Um, yeah like his brother called the show to try and stop him because he did it every day he loved raw meat and they showed him eating the chicken eating all of it it was disgusting i love how they ease you into it like you're like french fries that's insane and then the next person just eats raw meat you're like that's so much crazier and then and then the next episode is a guy who puts syrup on everything which i didn't think that was that weird so they kind of ended weak is it buddy the elf (laughs) no definitely not didn't look like that was was this three were those three different episodes where there's like three segments okay how is it like a half hour hour half hour what network Good question. I'll find out. Okay. Sounds like a TLC type. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I could see like A and E, but that would be like an they'd make it an hour. They would be like way more probably intense than it has to be. All right. Well, Randy and I saved the transition. Okay. So uh we this this so this week initially uh Andy had kind of claimed that we were, he wanted to go to rock style chicken and burger. Al swooped in and just stole it from Andy mostly because I forgot that I told Andy that he could do that one. It's on your Google doc. I signed up for it. I haven't checked the Google doc in a while. Yeah. Well, we still get an agenda and I think the audience probably noticed today. (laughs) They're slipping a little during the quarantine. Well, well, the the thing is, uh, Al, kind of has been tossed around with uh cancellations and and uh so he kind of got got a pick as a as like a makeup for for how poorly we scheduled his original uh, appearance so i've already gotten to choose two fairport hats and blue wolf so i don't actually care rob was truthful <laughs> when 
he told me that you guys were doing this, I did say, oh man, another Al episode. Or I said, no, oh, it's an Al episode. I'm not going to listen to that <laughs> because I was fake mad that I chose it. So that's where Rob decided to attempt to stir the pot and create drama. This podcast is dynamite without drama, Rob. Did you hear that Daniel Day-Lewis conversation before? <laughs> we, we don't need to stoke the flames of fake It was drama. there. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. You guys remember my left foot? That was, was going to make a my left foot joke earlier. I didn't think oh, anyone sorry. would get it. I was going to say we could call the Daniel Day-Lewis pod my left pod. <laughs> that's actually not bad oh my god i was like no one knows that movie i watched like 10 minutes of it once and i was like well nope the crazy thing about our podcast is that the ketchup is most people's favorite part i mean that means what we're moving on to now is gonna be even worse uh so on to it um we returned to Rockstyle Chicken and Burger. Um, this time, we decided to get clucker plates. So Woo! that's a garbage plate with chicken on it. And you could get like mac and cheese, which is a little bit better with, with chicken. So, so guys, let's, let's go around and say what we got on our cluckers. Al, would you like to start? Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll get started. We, I went with the chicken, of course, but I just got the mac and cheese and the french fries. Okay. What, what sauce? Oh, good point. They have so many sauces. I, I stuck with the rock style sauce, their signature sauce. Okay. Very good. Uh, Andy? Same. Exact same. Randy? I did uh, mac and cheese tater tots this time, and um, I did buffalo sauce. Mm. And I did pretty much what Randy got, but I got fries instead of uh, the tots. And Yeah, like buffalo medium sauce. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I thought I remembered some like tots fries discussion from the garbage plate episode uh, that you guys did last time. What did you guys say the tots were really good? I can't remember. There was potato talk and I couldn't pin it down. Randy, would you like to start? Cause you got the tots this week. Um, yeah. I, well, I thought Andy was asking about last week's tots. Yeah. Didn't, didn't someone, I was, I was honestly I were good. listening to the last podcast, dreading what like Rob or Al was going to say to me. Cause Rob was like, Hey, did you listen to the latest episode? And I go, Oh no, not yet. I just haven't gotten to it yet. And he's like, Oh, you may have been brought up. And I was like, Oh great. What, what happened now? Did... And then one way I to build and drama. Like, yeah. I listened. And then like Al, Rob was like, well, there's a little drama. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to like steal someone's thing. I was like, he's so nice. Like what? What is Rob talking about? <laughs> so I, I forgot some of the food talk, but I, I maybe Al, you were what were you thinking I, about the tots? Were they good? I love the tots. The, the, I'm not a tot guy, and they were tremendous tots. Um, I didn't get them this time, but uh, they glisten, as I, I think I said, like a commercial <laughs> before, yeah. and um, they just were cooked to perfection when I got them in the past, and they were they were excellent tots. When I ordered mine, I wasn't sure if I, that was like, that was the the main choice because I, I wanted to get the mac and cheese. And then I did find the, the, the sauce choices overwhelming because there were so many. I, I'm familiar with the, some of the barbecue sauces from Good Smoke. That's, they own this place and it's one of my favorite barbecue places. Um, but still there was like 15 choices and like half of them don't say what they are so you don't really know necessarily what all of them are so i w i just went with what i got so we could compare and kind of sounded like almost like a sweet barbecue sauce type of flavor yeah yeah i felt really bad on the phone because i asked what three different sauces were i'm like I, I just hate being this guy but they have like the good smoke people sauce i didn't know what that was um they had a couple others but then rob said he was getting buffalo so i said you know what that sounds good i'm gonna go right with the buffalo sauce and it looks like they only have one type of buffalo too, so you don't have to choose mild, medium, or hot. I said medium sauce, but it probably meant nothing. I think there was. I think you're right. I think there was only one buffalo style sauce. And so there was no. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mine didn't have any kind of like meat sauce. Also, like that's just like a traditional trash plate thing, right? No meat sauce here. Okay. Same. I got a side of meat sauce because it had won the contest and you guys had said it was good. And it was, a, it was a good size. It was like a, like an extra large 
you know, plastic container. Mm -hmm. And um, should I just, uh, should I get into that? Let's get into it. Yeah. So, so I ended up eating mine. I thought it was, you know, good, fine to good. And then I tried the meat sauce. And I think you guys talked about this. There is a sweetness to their meat sauce and it's really good. And so I ended up just putting meat sauce on it too, because I thought that was delicious. And uh, it was just more, it stood out more than the rock style. The rock style sort of blended in with everything. Sometimes I think that happens with the mac and cheese side too. Mm -hmm. And uh, even the chicken, you don't taste quite as clearly, I thought, as like cheeseburgers or hot dogs. I don't know. So I put meat sauce all over it too. It's delicious. Sweet. So uh, let's let's just get our thing. So you kind of gave your thoughts a little bit, Andy. Al, what are your thoughts about the plate? Not great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah. All right. So the chicken um, was tremendous. And uh, between the chicken sandwiches that they offer, this chicken, I thought the chicken was excellent. I even tried to identify what type of chicken I was eating because there just was so much chicken. It was good chicken. And it wasn't like a small piece here or a small piece there. It was a good chunk of chicken, and um, I still can't get enough of that rock style sauce. Um, I, I just I, I like it. I'm glad I got it. I would get a chicken sandwich with that rock style sauce ten times out of ten if I went back there. So it was the sides that 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 hurt it for me. Um, the mac and cheese. I've heard multiple people, both you guys and outside of this cast, talk about their mac and cheese and how good it was. So I had some real high hopes, and it was mushy and bland. I was very discouraged. I, there's a good chance I just caught him on a bad night or I got a bad batch, but it was not good mac and cheese. And then um, the French fries, I, they're called crinkle cut, I believe. And I think I decided the only worst kind of French fry is the steak fry. I would have taken any other kind of fry, the traditional fry, the waffle fry, the curly fry. I mean, give me any type of fry that has a crunch. This was like mashed potatoes in a thin covering. I, I, I did not enjoy those French fries. Their saving grace was the Old Bay seasoning. I think we couldn't place it last week when we talked about it. And um, I just, I love the Old Bay. And so it did have a nice little connection. I did eat some fries because I didn't want to just eat the chicken. I did eat the mac and cheese, but it seemed to me more like filler. So I'd be willing to give it another try, wondering if it was just a bad batch. but. Um, if I go back there, I will get a garbage plate, a traditional one that is just 10 out of 10 to me. I would get a chicken sandwich, but I don't know if I would cluck again. I think this was my one and only cluck, perhaps. Wow. Okay. Andy, do you have any more to add from your original kind of giving a little bit of feedback? Yeah. I mean, I would tend to agree with, with Al and the mac and cheese. I, and I'm the biggest mac and cheese supporter there is. I would... I'm also kind of comparing it to Blue Wolf, which I think is unfair because that's like a higher price point plate and everything. And they put, they have that really good cheese sauce, but it was kind of bland. I still like that more. The reason I'm so pro mac and cheese is I just do not like mac salad. So I still liked it better than mac salad, but because it wasn't like sharp or tangy or really standing out, it kind of just blends in with everything. And I think if I had had this before, I had the blue wolf plate, I would have said, Oh, it's pretty good. And I think having it after it, I was just like, eh, it was fine. I probably, if I w went there again, I would order something different. Um, I would want to try their normal plate for sure, but I would probably get Mac and cheese anyways, just cause I don't like Mac salad or, or my traditional order is double potato. I usually get two different kinds of potatoes cause I don't like Mac salad. So maybe I would try that. But, uh, you know, it's funny that Al says that I love crinkle cut fries. I think we never really had them much in Buffalo, but the Tom Wald Bill Gray's has kind of gotten me into them here in Rochester. And uh, I do like them, but I, I had like a 20 minute drive after leaving the place. Not many fries would have held up that well next to mac and cheese with like hot fried chicken and sauces on top too. So yeah, I, I didn't love the sides my chicken the breading fell off it like slid out of it and I don't know if that's a I don't think that's a normal thing it tasted really good I did think it tasted good but you'd get bites that were just breading or just plain chicken which was kind of funny Randy yeah um the same thing happened to my chicken I know Rob you're nodding your head too so yeah. it was it did taste good I uh 
I actually liked the crinkle cut fries, um, or as some people call them, waffle fries. I think they're, they're, they're called, they're called accordion fries. They're called waffle fries. They're called crinkle cut. Fr- they're called, you know, a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided to go to tater tots this time because I thought if I mixed them with the mac and cheese, it actually might be really good um, because they'll break apart a bit. I like this plate a lot. I thought the mac and cheese was really good. Um, and uh, I did like the tater tots. And I said in the last podcast, I didn't get them, but I said, you know, usually I, I go try to go a little different, see what things taste like. Uh, the, I was surprised it was only one chicken breast, but I didn't read carefully because it says it's only one chicken breast, um, which was more than enough food. So it was good. Um, what I didn't realize was I thought the clucker plate came with mac and cheese. Like that was the specific thing on the clucker, but it's not like you have to be. So really a clucker plate is just a garbage plate or trash plate with a chicken breast on it. Like that's it. And then you rearrange it. Cause I was thinking like, I think Webster hots Rob has the zinger plate, which it is chicken fingers. And like, they, they know what they're doing. Like they actually came up with like a recipe for a plate. Like this one's just a plate with chicken on it. I'd like to call dibs on that, but apparently that means nothing. So who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's across the street, like diagonal from, from rock style chicken and burger. So I feel like that should be our next, our next move. The clucker is a response to Ooh. the zinger. Ooh. It's, it's a battle akin to the battle between Andy and Al. It's the <laughs> just as vicious. So just deference all around. No one really cares. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, no one cares. Everyone's pretty polite. All of us just want to eat plates. That's it. And talk about Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, overall. So also, I'm. I guess I'm kind of confused. So uh, when we ordered the plates, it came with meat sauce on it. I thought the meat sauce was the rock style sauce. So you got the rock style sauce, but there was no meat in it. It was just the sauce, right? Yes. Okay. I kind of want to go back and just try the. Try the try the clucker plate with the meat sauce and the rock style. <laughs> Honestly, plate the plates are good. I mean, I thought overall I would go back. Like Al said, you get the chicken sandwich; it's delicious, even if you don't get a plate. Like the food there is good, so you know it's whatever you want to get. Definitely, yeah, I I, I would agree with pretty much every, everything that you guys all said. I, I don't I don't like potatoes very much in general, and so the crinkle cut fries are the most potatoey of fries i think they're you know the less a, a fry resembles a potato the more i like it so i do like tater tots because they're so crunchy and and it's just they're the best so i think i, I would have liked it had i gotten that more than the crinkle cuts that i got when i first looked at the mac and cheese it looked pretty and i put my fork in it it looked pretty loose and i was really worried that it was mac salad again and i was gonna like really be be bummed because i did that mac salad really turned me off last week. It was just so creamy and mayo-y that it was just, it was and mustardy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. There it didn't seem to be any mustard to me, but um, the, the mac and cheese, I, the word I think to describe it was loose and it was kind of maybe a little overcooked, but that said, I, the medium sauce mixed in with the mac and cheese made it, much more flavorful. I, I think if I had had just like a bowl of the mac and cheese, it would have been boring. But like with that hot sauce, the hot sauce made it really good, elevated it big time. Randy, like Randy's like Listen, drooling when you I said that. You, there's there's rarely a time where we're on this podcast that I wish I had the plate in front of me now, but I do. Like that, you're right, Rob. That buffalo sauce with the mac and cheese was out of this. I mean, it was so good. Like the the mix in. So maybe that that was part of why we liked it too. Yes, I think I think wing sauce does sound good it's kind of like what i liked about the meat sauce when i put it on it did stand out a little bit i liked the rock style sauce it just kind of mixed in together with everything for me and i didn't notice it or maybe i just needed more of it or something i don't know this was really good buffalo sauce i thought they did a great we got boneless wings on the side and just side note they tasted good but they were so tiny that they were almost like dried out a little bit Mm. That's what Christy said about her burger. Her burger was tasted great, but it was overcooked and the meat was dry. So we kind of had the same experience with both of those things. My regular trash plate, I thought the burger was like a great size burger, definitely made by hand, definitely overcooked. And same thing too with those, I had the fingers, you know, they're like hand breaded there, like, you know, from scratch, but several of them were smaller and one was bigger or maybe a two were bigger. The ones that were smaller were super dried out. The ones that were bigger were perfect. 
So I think they got to get some of the quality control going with the, the cooking temperatures because the breading is great flavor. And, and again, what you guys talked about with like it kind of falling off the breading, same thing happened with mine too. So, um, which was kind of nice. You'd get like a little crunchy piece of breading in the bottom of the plate that, that was like a good flavored thing. But you know, if it's going to be, if, if chicken is in your name, you got to do it right. It's got to be juicy every time. And there shouldn't be some pieces that, you know, the quality control should be there. You've always um, said that, Rob. If chicken's in your name, you ought to do it right. You've been saying that for years. For, for years. I mean, it started 15 years ago, I think, right, Al? 15 At years ago. Yeah, That's when it was. Bought exactly. furniture. It was the year we all bought him all that furniture. <laughs> and he got the iPod. The Nano. Nano, yeah. yeah. Nano. Good year. Remember all when, that fried uh, chicken. Remember when our favorite actor, DDL, showed up and he was like, <laughs> Just kicking back with us. Drinking milkshakes. Yeah. Just eating food with his left foot. Mm-hmm. Talking Just... about Lincoln so much. He's a big Lincoln. <laughs> oh, my God. We need that now, now, now. <laughs> I still haven't cool. seen Lincoln yet. <sighs> Sorry. Is that the one where it. he kills vampires? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Which, yeah, I know you're joking now. I did read that whole book. I watched <laughs> the whole movie. So. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I, I don't know how I did. It was not great. Oh, but so, so going back, I guess, um, our buddy Joe works at Dickie's uh, bar, their chicken fingers were incredible. And I think that those were also like hand, like, I don't think those were like the out of the bag frozen ones that you just buy. I think they're homemade. And you know, that's just, that's a, that, you know, they've got good food at Dickie's, but it's a bar with good food and their, their fingers were like lights out way way better than this and and so that was kind of the quality i was going into that expecting and i was disappointed with the, the the fingers i think they have a lot of potential but i don't think it's another major benefit too of like a place like dickie's is we ate that food we would go there sometimes after our hockey game we would eat that food immediately when it came out of the kitchen too i i yeah. feel like the takeout thing for plates especially can really dampen it but i also know we're basically comparing apples to apples because we get takeout very often when we do this. Yeah. But yeah, takeout kills fries and, you know, I don't know. I've got a uh, boneless, uh, boneless wing angle here. So my son has gotten the boneless wings twice and each time I've noticed how small they were, which starts to become, you know, a pattern. And then I get him the kid's meal and there's like, 14 boneless wings in there and that's a pretty high number for a kid's meal I noted so not only do I think they realize their boneless wings are small I'm not sure if they're in the business of making any different changes um, that might just be the way they roll with their their boneless wings I don't know where they get them some miniature boneless wing factory I guess I'm not sure it almost seemed like those were kind of hand cut because they're they're all different sizes and shapes yeah, there was tiny small you know there was they're not the traditional ones like you think of that are, I don't know, size of slightly smaller than a golf ball, maybe like a gumball size or something. These were small, like little gumball, not, not quarter gumball. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a boneless to pick with them. Oh. On to plugs. Uh, I, we haven't rated them yet, but um, I, I think with this plate, it's like a big piece of fried chicken. And, and they do that well. And I, I, I would, I would bet that the, like a chicken sandwich is like a really good sandwich because the breading is good. The chicken is, you know, so I think this, this is a good place to just get a really good chicken sandwich that you know is like, you know, hand breaded and, you know, done, done by done from scratch. And should we, let's, let's get into our uh, actual review. Um, let's rate it with uh, chicken feathers. So out of a, on a, on a scale of 10 chicken feathers al what would you give the clucker uh one note i did not say earlier that my wife pointed out and i thought it was a good one and this is a personal preference but there was no cold warm contrast with the choices that i made and i think Mm -hmm. that we missed the cold warm contrast by the choices we went with i i am going to give this plate a six feather um i gave the traditional plate a ten feather so I'm pretty comfortable giving the restaurant on a whole an eight burger feather. Um, but uh, yeah, this plate, I just, I don't see me going down this road again. I think that I will go back to this store. I'll go back to this place, but um, their traditional plate's so good. And um, I would maybe even get a chicken sandwich for lunch if I don't want that monstrous plate. But I don't see me going down that 
that clucker road again. Fair enough. Andy, our other guest. Well, I got to be honest. I think me and my new best friend, Al, are pretty much in lockstep. <laughs> We've squashed the beef that didn't exist. And now we have, we have the two white backgrounds. We're both wearing blue shirts. We're vibing. We're wearing the sweet Apple earfoot earbuds, the, the old cheap ones, <laughs> old Jack as well. The, the old but, uh, wired buds. Yeah, that's what they call us. The wired, the wired buds. buds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would probably do six, six and a half. I, I, and I, I kind of liked it. This is very much in my flavor profile. But yeah, the mac and cheese, I still think bad mac and cheese or like bland mac and cheese, I would prefer that over mac salad. But I think I would feel the same way. And if I ever went back there, I would really much prefer to try the normal plate. And I would probably get a chicken sandwich over the clucker plate, unless I was like super hungry, or I guess that not super hungry, but just wanted to feel stuffed or something. <laughs> so a different type of feeling. But yeah, I'll, I'll say six and a half. And I think Ale may have stumbled upon the official scorekeeping system, burger feathers. I like that. Okay. So six, six and a half burger feathers for me. Okay. Randy? Um, I'm going to give it three feathers. Um, but I don't like feathers, so I guess the... the I thought Randy that. liked this more than anyone <laughs> the last we gave our re- discussion earlier. I'm <laughs> so puzzled. I guess for me, the less feathers there are, the better the plate is. <laughs> what? Oh, because you don't like so feathers. Give, I don't like Eight feathers. feathers. So I'm giving it three feathers. So what? that's more like, that would be like an, that would be like an Al seven burger feathers. So there's no reliability yeah. between scores. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess if you had to... <laughs> Well, you know, you definitely convert. Gotta you got to convert. How would you yeah, rate it if, if, if you enjoyed feathers and burgers so is, and burger feathers? What would you give it? That's too hard to imagine. I'm going three feathers. Um, I like the I like the tots and the mac uh, mac and cheese together. I think that was a good choice. Uh, luckily, um, I probably wouldn't go chicken again if I was going to do it. I'd go burgers, and I I do want to try a chicken sandwich from there. Um, Randy, does it affect your score at all if these were burger feathers? Burger Feathers, this is a 9.5 out of 12. See, so, that's what I thought. I just needed to throw that as well. I didn't know. I, sorry, I didn't know if we were doing Burger Feathers, if we agreed on that or not. So, so far, pretty good, Rob. Okay to pretty good is where we yeah. are. <laughs> okay. Um, no bread, just throwing it out there. Not quite golf, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go on a, at a 10 Burger Feather scale as Andy and Al, our guests did. And I would give it eight and a half burger feathers out of a 10 burger feather scale. And that was with those stupid <laughs> fries that are like potato-y. Uh, I, I think it could be raised to a nine with uh, tots because I, I think that crunch of the tot would give it enough textural difference, uh, you know. But I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I honestly liked it a lot more than I liked their traditional plate just because those those burgers were just mine were just overcooked and and that kind of just sticks out in my mind big time but i'd go back there and and give it another shot and i i agree i think the chicken sandwich would be good but i do really look forward to trying a zinger from across the street and see and just seeing how that competes you know i can i jump in about fries uh i agreed with al i think steak fries are the worst fries oh yeah Um, especially if they don't cook them well enough sometimes they're still like mostly potato and not really fry i think i like all fries because i there's at jeremiah's they make steak fries and i often get those with a sandwich actually i'm gonna take that back jeremiah's does have really good (laughs) randy is like a flag in the wind he just blows back and forth yeah you just say no no randy those are good and he's like you know what they're pretty good (laughs) i'm also starving right now so (laughs) you're like that girl who only eats french fries (laughs) was that on the podcast that we talked about that i don't even remember (laughs) Uh, but you know al did say earlier and i think there's a missed opportunity for those seasoned waffle fries in a plate those would be great because the crunch would hold up better than most others i think yeah get some real crispy seasoned waffle fries with a mac and cheese plate Mm. 
now we're talking. They probably do that over at Webster Hots. I can't wait to go there. <laughs> well, the Blue Wolf does have those interesting fries that are like, what, what, what's the shape again? They're... They call them bent arm fries, but they're seasoned similarly. They have yeah. that kind of Cajun-ish seasoning, like, like Anderson's fries, Rob. Cajun yes. curly cues. Al's from Buffalo, too, so he yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. I used to work at – used to sling cones over at Anderson's. No biggie. They have a Anderson's in Lockport that is in existence, but it's not called Anderson's anymore. I'm not sure what's happening, but it is, it is the old Anderson's, and it serves the same menu, and huh. uh, it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting place to go. That was like when Ted's Hot Dogs had, like, they split kind of like Tahoe's did, and then Theodore's opened up. This exact same thing, like delicious charcoal hot dogs, but I think they have since gone out of business or got bought out or something. Al, this is a quick question that is unrelated to what we just talked about. How did you know it was Old Bay seasoning? Do you just sense it or did you like ask them what was on the fries? How are we doing on time? Uh, We're way over, Al. All right. (laughs) I guess I shouldn't ask because it's not going to matter. Year was 1993. And uh, my cousin who lives in Virginia, Fredericksburg, Virginia, specifically invited my sister and I down to spend a few days. And as a celebration, they, we went and we purchased 100, a bushel of 100 crabs, live crabs. And uh, they were affordable back in the 90s. I hear they're not as affordable anymore. And my cousin's husband's father was about as Virginian as you can get. And he had an old cannon like a actual cannon and he would cook these bushel of crabs in a cannon for hours and uh i was only 12 and so i don't remember all the details of it but what would happen is they would take this cannon and they had a device like a a lever or something to to dump the cannon onto the table and a hundred just ready seasoned crabs just just flew out in front of you and you would just I chose to sit there for hours and I would devour crab after crab after crab. And the key ingredient was old day seasoning. And, and ever since then I could, I, I it could be a blizzard and someone could be sprinkling old Bay three cars down just cause I don't know if they're hungry and I could pick it out of a blizzard. It's, it's old day is where it's at. And so it, it, I didn't go looking for it. It finds me in every time, every time. So your special skill. Was yes. your cousin's uncle's brother named Rob Allen? And was he a time traveler? Because it sounds like something Rob would do. I'm going to buy a cannon this weekend and we're going to cook a bunch of crabs. It's in. a crab cannon. I mean, it's <laughs> primarily used for crabs. We could, you could cook other things in it too. Uh, that is so, quite the story. That's a good st- I like that. That's, a, that's one of my, if we're going to write stories, that's one of my top five podcast stories. So far. how many burger feathers would you I get? didn't see that. I didn't see that being the old Bay, how you knew it was old Bay. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough one to pick out. Yeah. That was a journey. That was a great, that was a great story. Um, uh, well, are we doing plugs? Am I rushing? Cause Andy just brought up a, a new plug, like right off the top of my head. And, um, I'm ready whenever you are. Rob. Let's, let's, pl- let's plug it up, man. Don't we, do a, don't we do a second catch up and then we do a plug? I think our earlier catch-ups were so high quality. I don't think we could top them. All right. Was it thorough enough though? (laughs) (laughs) Did we take enough sidetracks? So, so Al, what's your plug, man? Well, I'd like to plug Ted's hot dogs. Um, That's that, that's a place that I'm completely obsessed with. Um, It's, it's the best place to have a hot dog on the planet. Um, I again, remember from my childhood going there and uh, well, there is one bone I have to pick with Ted's hot dogs. They have the cheese for the fries. And one time I asked for, no, they have the cheese for the dogs, excuse me. And I asked for a side of cheese long, long ago. And they, um, they didn't know how to handle that. Uh, <laughs> no cannons, just, uh, just a cup. All I wanted was a cup. I didn't, I didn't need the whole cannon size. And so they, they, they made up something. I think they gave me a, a lid to the pop, the pop lid and just put some cheese on it. Cause I explained, I wanted to dip my fries in the cheese. And uh, the next time I went signs everywhere, try our cheese fries. So I'm not saying that I invented cheese fries, but I might've, I might've introduced cheese fries to Ted's once again, back, back in the nineties. Um, but what people might not realize is there is nine 
maybe there's more now, Buffalo area location Ted's Hot Dogs. But there is one outside of the Buffalo area. Do you guys know where that is? Andy, go, please. Arizona? Yes. And I've been there. So my, my lifelong friend Ryan went to Arizona State University. And I uh, went out to visit him. And his apartment was right across the street from Ted's. That's and funny. so he never told me until I got there because he knew I was obsessed with it. And I got there and we went and it was Buffalo everything. They had pennants of all the different colleges. They had Buffalo newses that were two or three weeks old because they must have been shipped there. And uh, it was Ted's. And I'm in line and there was four of us. And there was this very elderly fellow kind of surveying all the workers and, and, and giving tips. And I said, oh, my God, is that Ted? I, did, I thought we were looking at Ted because I heard that the owner, maybe not Ted, but someone moved to Arizona and felt there were no good dogs in Arizona. So they opened the Ted's down there. So I got up there and I worked up the courage and I said, sir, are you Ted? I'm in from Buffalo and I just, I'm dying to know. And he laughed and laughed and he said, Ted was my father. So um, <laughs> definitely not Ted, but it was the, the family. The fan, he was the one who moved to Arizona and he was the one that opened the hot dog place down there. So uh, it was a pretty fun, cool connection. And uh, now I got my kids loving Ted's whenever we head back to Buffalo and Ted's is the place to go. I recommend it to everybody. Sweet. I've never been to Ted's. Really? Oh, that's, it, that should be an episode. It's so good. Take a road trip to Ted's. I love hot dogs. So I'm, I'm in. Did they, Al, did they serve cheese fries at that Ted's in Arizona? So the cheese fry creation was when I was like 10. And when I went down to Arizona, I was like 22. So they had cheese fries. So it, it carried over. It did. Yeah, there, there <laughs> I love Ted's too. And I, I've gone there, you know, we went a ton when I was younger. And I really appreciate it now that I'm older. And a couple of funny things I was going to say when you started that story there was several years ago a hard marketing push for cheese and bacon. So mm. I, I'm guessing maybe a lot of people did what you did. Um, and like they have uh, their posters now say you can get cheese on anything, you <laughs> can get bacon on anything, and they grill their bacon and stuff. So I'm like a, an old fashioned purist. I just get like ketchup and mustard, or whatever, on my hot dog. And I think it's delicious. But my cousins, when they come to town, they're always like, oh, bacon cheese dog. It's just, and like in my head, it's just not a Ted's thing because it wasn't when we were little kids, it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But I bet it's delicious. They use basically that like nacho cheese, mm -hmm. cheese sauce. It's really good. Um, I also had a similar experience with thinking I created a fast food item at Anderson's. <laughs> they used to serve chicken fingers and then all those sandwiches. And when we would go on break, they would let us eat whatever we wanted. So I was in like high school, me and my friends would get like four sandwiches and stuff. So we, I used to make chicken finger sandwiches on the barbecue beef roll, which was a soft sesame. Year later, it's on the menu, still on the menu, very popular item today. So I guess I'll plug Ted's and Anderson's. But the thing I said earlier that just came in the mail was I purchased during quarantine using a gift card for my birthday for my mother-in-law. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, Long time listener. NES Classic oh, with a wireless awesome. controller. It's awesome. I started playing it tonight. It so How fun. many games are on it? 30? Is that the one? Yeah, it has 30 games. Oh. And so Christy and I have, have been playing my, I have an original Nintendo from like the 80s, but my kids have been hitting all the buttons and they've been running it for 15 hours a day and basically ruined it. More ruined stuff by family out. Mm. And a hey, birthday baby. gift replaces yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the birthdays are for. Oh my gosh. I hope Randy and Rob get off this Zoom call soon so Al and I can hang <laughs> uh, So NES Classic, Ted's and Anderson's. Those are my plugs. A lot of plugs. Nice, Randy. Um, honestly, I already had this in my mind. I'm going to plug uh, the new podcast, My Left Pod, with Al and Andy because <laughs> they are way better at this than me and Rob, I think. Our um, Daniel Day-Lewis podcast? I'm really enjoying having them on the podcast. I hope you guys start your own. I see this becoming a partnership that will last years. Um, maybe you guys could, I mean, probably not talk about trash plates because we do, but maybe talk about Buffalo food, hot dogs, pizza. Um, isn't there a roast beef place too? Uh, Tom and Mary's or something like that. John and Mary's is a chicken finger. John and place. Mary's chicken finger <laughs> place. Yes. 
Yeah, John and Mary's the sub sub shop. You're thinking of like Charlie the Butcher or there's another Anderson's one. Roast beef. Yeah, Anderson's. Oh, there's roast, another yeah. famous mm-hmm. um, beef on wagon. Ed Osier. Yep. Just throwing ideas out there, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm can't wait for the first time. With you guys. I think maybe plates of New York. We'll do Daniel Day Lewis and garbage plates, and we can just overtake theirs. Yeah, wow, I like it. I'm, like I'm, cool. I'm cool with that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wired buds. We really just talk oh, about that anything. Good. Yeah, that was that's it. <laughs> Rob, any buds. plugs? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it like that. I just I felt Rob didn't get a oh, chance, yeah. and we were going. We all started going off another direction. My my plug is going to be. I'm, I'm going to plug this killer joke I delivered on the golf course <laughs> that didn't get much love. Um, to set it up. We were talking about the other half brewery uh, out uh, in Bloomfield, and our buddy Pete claims that they sell the beer from the other half at Wegmans. And so we've been arguing. I've never seen it there. Pete claims he's seen it there. There's been no evidence or proof of it. And some dudes behind us just immediately started, just overheard us and started refuting Pete. Um, And then I said, yeah, they might have it behind a wardrobe like in Narnia and Randy laughed so hard he fell he fell over his his golf cart um Pete didn't laugh at all the other two guys that had originally overheard us must not have overheard this part I'm usually pretty quiet on a golf course they must not have heard that killer joke but I think any Narnia related jokes at Wegmans are, are just as funny my favorite part of the joke was yeah, they must have gotten it through a wardrobe. Pause, pause, pause. Nobody laughing. In Narnia, pause, pause, pause. Still nobody laughing. Awkward. Yeah, you can tell it's a good joke. It's not because they, they didn't the explanation on. <laughs> it's not because they didn't. They didn't like the wardrobe part because they didn't read Narnia. They just didn't like the joke. Yeah. Meanwhile, Randy tells a joke about the Don Treader. Not three minutes later, and it got tons of laughs from rob and that's only from me but it was hilarious and, and very much laughed upon that it was I'm just trying to tell you guys when you start your own podcast this is how jokes should be told so yeah notes taken yeah earlier we talked about pot- potentially getting jim gaffigan on the podcast as a guest <laughs> and uh he loves plates <laughs> he loves plates does he love terrible humor i think so sure why not I think I think he could. A couple of fledgling that. young com- comedians, podcasters. He's got a few minutes. I yeah. I don't even see this as a comedy podcast. I thought this was an informative podcast. <laughs> oh, I was talking about the Wired Buds. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming on me and Al's podcast, Plates in New York. That is that is actually a really great. Those are great names. Man, so much better at this than us. Thank God Andy is on 85% of our episodes as a guest. I, I love garbage plates, and I really don't do that much because I got little kids, so <laughs> I'm available. My heart, The hardest part for me is trying to convince my wife to get garbage plates every time we do our one takeout order of the week. <laughs> During quarantine, we get takeout once a week, and I have to be like, oh, I don't know, well, maybe try this. Oh, the guys were talking about this place. You know, They have other stuff, though. You know, We can get whatever. Would she be cool with you doing like a double stop or like you get a plate and she gets something else somewhere else? Yeah, I kind of offered that. I I actually wanted to go in Webster this week before we decided to do this and get Pub 235 because Rob, I did a little research. I'm interested in the idea of chicken French sandwiches. You mentioned the one in Charlotte, but they have one at Pub 235 in Webster and people seem to love their food. So it comes with like the the French sauce on the side. I'm like, oh. So I was like, well, we can get the garbage plate and I'll get you pub 235 and also get myself another entree <laughs> that I'll save for tomorrow. I was just like, it's so stupid. Hey. So my dad lives near there and he had, he loves their garbage plate. He's telling us that we got to do that as a garbage plate. So maybe we do a mixed episode. It looks like their pub food is kind of like quasi gourmet, like hand cut <gasps> and freshly breaded chicken tenders and like Ooh. everything like has attention to detail like that, you know? So maybe theirs is a little elevated. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't gotten Empire Hot. So we've got a lot of Webster places to hit up in the near future. So Where life is worth living. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. 
So thanks for, thanks for joining us guys. I think we're going to wrap this one up. This might be one of our longer episodes, but I mean, it was pretty high quality. So um, go out and watch some DDL movies so that you'll be ready to listen to the wired buds as they go a little deeper in, into those, into his uh, entire catalog. And uh, thanks for, thanks for listening. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. I can't wait to hear what their rating scale is going to be. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing. Guys need any advice? I was laughing before when Rob was famously quiet on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So. I'm going to actually officially end it right now. Wait, this is, this is great post post episode banter after you play the theme. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to let it, let it keep going. Um, My favorite story, Rob, is when we were playing at Genesee Valley park and we're standing on the tee box and we're looking We're me and Pete and I were at the top of the hill and probably Randy or Pat, someone else was there, I think. And we were looking back towards the other hole. The other hole was like staring down the barrel at us. And Rob is back, his back was to the hole and he's facing us. And Rob is telling some ridiculous story or something or complaining about something. He's being so loud. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah. And then whatever he's saying. And then he gets real quiet. And I was like, oh, I was like, did you turn around and look or something? Cause some old, like 70 year old man was putting. He goes, oh no, I just saw your guys' faces. We were just like getting more and more uncomfortable <laughs> with how loud he was being. Cause like the guy hit the ball on, then he walks up, he gets out his putter, he does a practice swing. And like Pete and I just kept making faces like, ooh. <laughs> so funny. We, um, tonight, uh, we, there's this one dude who's pretty new to golf. And uh, he is like 10 times louder than I am. And he just like so loud. Like I was, I was going for like a par putt and he just turned it up so loud and I just missed it. I mean, I just missed it, whatever. That's mostly on me, but he was so loud. So then we walked up to talk to them and I got him going even louder as one of our other friends was, was getting ready to drive just to mess with him. And he had a pretty bad drive. So it was, it was pretty funny, but he also doesn't, he doesn't, he, he's new to the game, so he's still kind of figuring it out, but it's kind of funny. It was entertaining. <laughs>